Welcome. You are here with Genuine Jeff. This is the Discover Yourself podcast. We are in the woods. <laughs> this is Earth to Anzo, and I'm fired up. We are two days out from our race, Big Ultra, first one ever, and I thought this would be a great opportunity just to shine a little insight on what's going through in my mind. For those of you who might be interested in marathon running, ultra running, what it's like mentally to be preparing for those days prior to a race, and also how some of these things that I'm experiencing within ultra running can be applied to any pursuit that you wanna do in life, whether it's academic, career, wherever you might find yourself. This just might apply, so stick with us. So what we're gonna do is Aaron back here is going to kinda of just shoot some questions out, and based off those questions, we're gonna see where this dance takes us. So, first one, Aaron, is? Well, how are you feeling? How are you feeling about the race? <sighs> how I'm feeling? I'm fired up. I'm excited. So this is, it's, it's long overdue. And obviously, I'm scared, and I'm nervous, and I'm a little, a little jumpy, but I see excitement and nervousness as two sides of the same coin. And it's such a fine line between what you find yourself experiencing based on the thoughts that you back yourself up with. So early on in my tapering, my brain was kind of like, Jeff, what are you doing? You've never, ran, this, you've never ran an actual race before, an official race, and your first one is an ultra. What, like, what the hell are you doing? And those voices started to overpower at first, early on in my tapering, and I was like, I was very nervous. I was having anxiety. But then I reframed it, and I had to go back in my mind and reflect over the experiences that I accomplished to build up my own self-confidence, to build up my own self-efficacy, to validate that I am designed for this. I have put in the work to accomplish this. Because our brain likes to play tricks on us, especially when it's something that is fearful. Our brain will do whatever it can to talk you out of it. And what's been wild about tapering is each day is just winding down. And there's no, there's no scapegoat. There's no, I'm gonna do this next week, I'm gonna just be able to like, there's none of that. This is the real deal, and it's finally here, and I'm really just blessed. I'm grateful. I'm feeling very grateful. I'm feeling very grateful. What else we got? Right, so are you nervous at all? And if so, how are, you, how are you handling those nerves? Am I nervous? And how am I handling those nerves? 100% I'm nervous. 100%. And I think this goes back to that, what did Tyler Worth tell me during training? This man, he told me during training, what was it? Leave no doubt. Leave no doubt. Cross your T's, dot your I's, make sure you're punctual, make sure you don't leave any stone unturned. So what has helped me be able to deal with being nervous is going through and being able to say, did I do what I needed to do? And, you know, I, I'll be honest, early on, the, the training program I copied from this professional ultra runner was like 800, 850 miles total something like that, and I only hit probably close to 650, 700 out of that. 
And part of me was really beating myself up because it's like, oh, Jeff, you didn't run the 850, 900 miles that you needed to. But I had to compare myself to who I was yesterday. That's what helped me deal with the nervousness is saying to myself that no matter what I do, it is, it is an evolution from where I began. I can't compare myself to a professional, professional ultra runner and beat myself up. That's just not even fair. You know, he's been running ultra, ultra marathons for his whole life. If I can't keep up with that for my first one, come on. We can't, we got to be realistic. And I think that's helped me handle some of my nerves is being realistic with myself. Because I won't lie, like the other day I started writing down objectives for this race and I was like, I was like, all right, we're going to, you know, make it to sunrise and then we're going to, you know, if we make it there, we're going to win this thing. And it's like, by no means do I want to discourage that kind of aggressive mentality. But I know it can be dangerous for me to get too ahead of myself. If I'm on mile 20 thinking about mile 100 and I've never even experienced miles 40 through 60, I could be setting myself up for danger. You know, I could be missing and skipping steps. So it's not saying that I'm never going to win a race and it's not that I'm not capable of running 128 miles. It's being realistic and practical in what it's going to take for me to get there. And maybe it's not this race. Maybe it is. Maybe, got a, maybe I got 100 miles sitting inside me that's ready to explode. I don't know. But I have to just keep an open mind and a grateful mind. Similar to that, so you are two days out from the biggest race of your life so far, right? What is the, or what are the key, like, takeaways from this whole prep season, right, that you can maybe use for the next one? <sighs> two days out from the biggest race, key takeaways from prepping for this that I can take forward for the next one. <sighs> this is going to be an ongoing list, but what I can tell you right now is be strategic. If you are strategic, you can systematically break down any goal possible. And that's what it came down to. Early on, when thinking about how am I gonna run 60 miles, how am I gonna run an ultra marathon, it, it felt like just fantasy thinking, like, oh, here, here we go again. But then once that voice in me was like, no, let's make this real. Let's make this, Build your dream in the sky and then build the foundation underneath. My dream was to run an ultra marathon. My foundation was getting out a pen and paper and saying, okay, if I want to accomplish this goal, I should probably start reading books about people who accomplished this goal. So I started educating myself. I copied plans that they had presented, but I didn't just copy them, I tailored them. Never just copy a training program or copy somebody else's thought process or the beliefs chew on them, adapt them, and make them your own. Like I said before with that training program, it was irrational for me to think that I was gonna be able to run 900 to 1,000 miles my first time through. I mean, maybe I could, maybe I couldn't. This is where I'll test myself moving forward. But be strategic. And it was being strategic more than just my mileage. It was being strategic with my health, my nutrition, what I'm putting in my body, how much sleep I'm getting. And all of this takes me to probably the greatest realization I've had after speaking with my brother the other night about ultra training, marathon running. It's the lifestyle it creates. It's not just running when you pursue an ultra marathon or a marathon. 
The book I read yesterday said, if you want to run a mile, go run a, go run a mile. But if you want to change your life, run a marathon. And I think my take on this is that when you are training for an ultra marathon and you have to run 20 to 40 miles on your weekends and you're running 60 to 70 miles a week, it creates a purification process. A purification process where if I'm pursuing this goal, I now have to reevaluate everything else in my life. You know, there's two ways we can change our life through changing the individual little habits or in the pursuit of something massive and greater than us, we, it forces us to change those little things about ourselves. So for example, how the spillover effect works is on the weekends, me being a college student, of course people want me to like go out and drink and do these things. If I'm running 20 miles the next morning, it's a hard no, hard no, quick no. It makes making decisions easier and you don't feel guilty about it. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm trying to come up with this reason why I don't want to go drink for the fourth time. It's like, no, I'm a, I am being pulled towards something greater and this is what is being demanded of me. I can't drink, I can't smoke, I can't do these certain things all the time. Some of these things I can't do ever because it's just not right. I can't pull all-nighters. That's something that I've, I've been really proud of myself of this semester and in this training is not depriving myself of sleep. I used to be really bad about staying up for three nights, abusing caffeine, doing all this shit to grind, grind, work, work, and it's like running does not allow that because you need to get your miles in, and on top of me getting my miles in, I have other things. I have school. I have other obligations and essentially what I'm just getting at is that purification and the pursuit of that ultra marathon and the pursuit of me running it makes me show up more lively in all other areas of my life the last thing I'll say with this is somebody asked me I don't have there they said kind of asked I don't have the energy to run like you do running gives me the energy to do the things that I do that is the difference. I look at it in such a radically different way. I'm not trying to spend the rest of my energy running. I'm trying to get that volcano brewing inside me when I'm running. So that way, when that purification process is taking place and I'm running, I now approach everyday life with clarity. I now approach everyday life knowing what it is that I need to do and where my time and attention should be. I now think about every decision I make and I weigh it. I don't just say yes haphazardly and I don't just say no haphazardly. I have a, something to weigh my goals and decisions against. FOMO, the fear of missing out on shit. The fear, for me, it's the fear of missing out on my goal. You know, I think about, okay, I could go out, I might not go out, but what if me going out is one of the reasons that I don't perform at my best on my race? So, when pursuing something like this, it can literally filter out all areas of your life if you allow it to. You can't resist the process. What we resist persists. And you'll, you'll enjoy it more if you just let it flow and let it happen. So, that's what I'd have to say for that, Captain. <laughs> all right, and last, what are your final thoughts going into this? <sighs> final thoughts? I'm just so grateful for all the support, love, and encouragement that people have given to me, that I've been able to give to myself, 
This fundraiser has been something that I've just been blown away by. In the past 30 days, we're already up to 1050 in pledge donations per mile. I've gotten to connect and meet with so many people in that process around the community of mental health. I started participating in the weekly Active Minds meetings. For, if, you're, if you're listening to this, they got meetings every Tuesday. If you're an OU student and you wanna learn about mental health, how to deal with it and just have a safe place to talk about it, OU Active Minds, look them up. Good people, good place. But aside from that too, um, just gratitude. Like, like, really, I feel really blessed. I was thinking about it the other day. I'm very privileged. Not everybody has the freedom and time to run like I do. I spend 15 to 20 hours a week running. Some people have to spend that time working to put food in their mouths. Some people have to spend that time taking care of family members, taking care of siblings, putting that time into double majoring, double minoring, whatever their case might be. So I've been really humbled. I've been really humbled because it's like the universe has allowed this path to open up for me. And it's not just me creating this path. It's family that's allowed this path to happen for me. It's teachers and mentors that allowed this path to open for me. It's so many other things. And God, I'm getting chilly. Woo! We're in the woods. But, but yes, I've, been, I've felt really grateful, humbled, and privileged. And I acknowledge that. Because there, probably, there could be people out there who want to run like this, but you don't have the time. And, and, I, and I see that, and I want you to know I hear you, and, I, and I'm with you there. I'm sending my love, I'm sending my love. I don't know, I'm getting in my feels now, but that, that's kind of that's where we're at mentally. All right, well, thank you for tuning in for a quick segment of how we're doing going into this race weekend. Follow us on Instagram to f- learn more about this, at Genuine Jeff, to stay with us during the race. Follow us at Discover Yourself T at Discover Yourself Team on Instagram as well if you want to stay up to date with you know, getting more tidbits of motivation, podcasts, and just getting a more inside look at what Aaron and I are doing here and what we're creating. So thank you again for tuning in to Earth to Anzo. I am your host, your boy, Genuine Jeff, the Genuine Chef, and we're getting it. We're getting after it. Much love, everyone. <laughs>